What is up, Red Raider Nation, Lone Raider Podcast listeners? Welcome to episode 53 of the Lone Raider Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jonah Young, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Nathan. What is your favorite Halloween candy? Zuniga, what's up, buddy? Dang, favorite Halloween candy? Yes, definitely not Halloween candy specific. corn. Definitely not candy corn. I'm taking yeah. that to the grave. It's not candy corn. Um, Halloween specific? Dang. Um, do the cookies count? The Halloween cookies? Yeah, yeah the shape like I'll, 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 I'll accept that. That's the best answer I could give you. I'm not really too big on the sweets during Halloween. I mean, I am, but it's your basic ones, like a Reese's. Yeah. A Reese's, you know? Nothing like, I don't know, a candy apple? What's a Halloween? Mine the is popcorn. like the uh, little... Uh, I like the popcorn balls. Those are I good. like those I little uh, Krabby Patties, like those gummy Krabby Patties. Okay, you got me there. Those yeah. are pretty fire. Those are yeah. probably my favorites. Those are pretty yeah. good. Uh, favorite, like, Halloween-specific candy, you know? Um. So, yeah. Uh, with us in spirit uh, is Nesto Martinez, San Antonio's finest, Mr. 210. Uh, could not be here with us today. Had a little bit of emergency need to go ahead and take care of. But with us in spirit, man, on As this week's episode... We are, once again, bringing the good vibes and the quality conversations your way, including, but not ever limited to, a recap of our Red Raiders football team's outing versus the Houston Cougars, our preview versus the Baylor Bears, and our easy money wins and losses from last week. All of that coming up here in just a bit, but... Before we get into all of that, I want to remind you to go follow our social media accounts. That is at Lone Raider Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and on YouTube. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you so choose. Also, feel free to leave us a five-star review. Either way, we appreciate y'all for supporting your local small-time Texas Tech Sports Podcast that is brought to you by the fans that give some dams and who are officially powered by the South Plains. Be sure to check them out. That is at South Plains on both Twitter and Instagram. So today is Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. 10-4, good buddy. Officially 49 days until Thanksgiving. 49 days. That is correct. 49. That is correct. The uh, number of points that we managed to put up on the Houston Cougars this week. Uh, we'll go ahead and just uh, go ahead and uh, jump right on into that game. So, Texas Tech, man, get a, a much needed win over the Houston Cougars, a team we have. Uh, we are currently, I believe, I saw this stat. Seven. Uh, since row? since 1991, we are 11 and one against them. 11 and one. Ooh, yes, that's that's a good trivia question right there too. But. That is a good. That is a good trivia. What was the one time we lost? Uh, that was I think it was in I can never remember. I think it was 09 when Leach was our coach. I think we lost. It, it was like a two point conversion. We tried to go for it. Um, I think we just we, we just ended up not making it. I I don't know, man. Like that that was that was. Quite a long time ago. I don't know if that's the correct year, but I remember like it was like a twenty-nine to twenty-eight game or something like that. Yeah. If was, that's uh, if that's correct, that's crazy that you remember that, Jenna. Look at that, everybody. Once again, Jenna Young. <laughs> hey man, my mind's a steel trap, dude. I guess so, man. I guess so. I remind remember me, everything. Remind me to take you to trivia on sports <laughs> specifically. Nah, man. Nah. Just Texas Tech. Outside of that though. Just Texas I Tech. Really yeah, I respect, of course. <laughs> and Saints and New Orleans Saints too. I, I do uh, 
you have some quite extensive knowledge there. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Texas Tech's dominating victory over the Houston Cougars, getting their first conference win of the season. And yes, I know. Houston Cougars are currently in last place in the conference. Sitting at 14 of 14. Texas Tech currently sitting in 10th place right now. So let's kind of get into the details of the game. What went right? What went wrong? Break down some stats. Uh, give our some uh, acknowledge me stats. A uh, little Roman Reigns thing. A little tidbit towards the Pops and Shots podcast. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, key contributors and you know kind of where we go from here. Where do we stand? And we finally get to give out a game ball. This week, finally, we got another game ball. I've only I've done that once, and that was for Tarleton State. So, uh, yeah, let's go and jump right into it. Zuni, man, give me your overall thoughts about this past week's game, man. So, I got to where I got to watch the first half, right? So, obviously, it was a back and forth there. Our defense was kind of struggling, and to be honest with you, uh, Donovan Smith, I guess he did his homework because he was. I will admit he was reading our zones. He really was. And our defense wasn't as sharp, but um, ultimately, uh, you know, start of the second half, tell of two tails, right? Complete opposite, complete shutout. They don't score again. And our offense just continues to score points. And we did what we were supposed to do, which is feed our running back, feed our best player, right? Taj Brooks, that's the guy. He's doing great. And you know what, Barry Morton? Looked good out there. Made some decisive throws. Made good throws. You know, he got a uh, he got his name out there too. Not looking bad. I thought he looked rather well, um, especially in the second half. I mean, the entire team looked better in the second half. But shout out to them for just you know keeping up with everything. So it was a good win, and this was a get right game. Uh, not to say that Houston is a, a terrible opponent, but they are definitely on the bottom half of the Big Twelve as far as um. Uh, talent-wise and play-wise, in my opinion, this year. So this was a get-right game, and the season's only going to get harder from here. Um, I do find it a bit interesting as far as uh, the game goes afterwards, as far as what the coaches said was good. You know, um, I know we've been harping on them to feed Taj Brooks, but I just want to point out that Zach Kittley is actually kind of um, trying to uh, give the guy a career going forward. He did say he wants to, you know, manage his touches, which is kind of, you know, I get it. Like as fans, we want this guy. He's the the hometown running back. He's a stud. But I just, I'm curious to see how that goes going forward because of those comments. Um, but as far as everyone else, uh, everyone else is good, man. And you know, Ben Roberts looking nice again. That's the dude. We got another one, of course, and that was also you know, a pretty good defensive performance considering that we are down like a couple good injuries in our in our locker room right now, specifically at the linebacker position. No no Josiah Pierre, no um Jacob Rodriguez, right? So seeing them not in the game and seeing the freshmen, you know, wretched freshman, but still a freshman, right? Uh perform and ball out as he does and continues to for the season. It's good to see. Uh, as well as the secondary holding up. Um so yeah, it was fun overall and i'm happy that uh we pitched the shutout second half i wish we would do that for the entirety of the game but our <laughs> offense actually performed great this was their best offensive performance let's just keep it rolling we should run to open up the pass that's kind of a uh, uh how i'm feeling about our identity right now what about you jenna how do you feel about this overall yeah i mean i you had a lot of good points brought up a lot of good points there 
uh, you hit the nail right on the head when you said it was really just um, you know, a tale of two halves, essentially. That's really what it was, man. I mean, the first half was just an absolute track meet, man. I mean, I was thinking like, bro, it's going to be first one to 100. Does first one to 100 win Honestly, the game? You know, like, it's about to be a basketball I mean, score, just really. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, man. And it was, uh, I'm not going to lie, entertaining as hell to watch, man. It kind of uh, gave me a little bit of PTSD, not going to lie, going to the Kingsbury days when we had to put up those kind of <laughs> numbers, you know. And um, mm -hmm. I was starting to get a little bit nervous when our offense would be on the field because I know we've been struggling on offense. But, you know, once again, you brought it up. Kitley feeding Taj Brooks, feeding Cameron Valdez, uh, using the run to kind of open up the pass. I felt like it was a really, um, uh, you know, Kitley obviously was under fire this past week. And I felt like he really went out here and said, you know what, let's actually get back to it. Let, let, let's do what we're good at and that's running the football that's uh you know keeping away from them even though we uh you know trailed in time of possession we did not have the most yeah. uh, time of possession in that game but we still you know we, we didn't have to be flashy we didn't have to do stuff over the top you know we didn't have to you know try to be the air raid you from years past you know we can just simply run the ball have these methodical drives and score touchdowns as well and that especially helps when you have a special teams unit that was just balling out in this game. Thanks. I, I forgot Perry's to even unit was fantastic here as well. Getting two special teams touchdowns. Dre McCray. You always say, man, you got to win two of the three phases of the game. You do. Yeah, we won you special do. teams. That's ours, man. That is ours. And then, of course, you know, we won on offense. I'm not going to say we won on defense. Defense definitely gave up their fair share of points and yards. Uh, they were able to make the proper adjustments. So shout out to Tim DeRuiter uh, for the defense being able to make those adjustments in the second half because he pitched a shutout in the second half. That's actually the second time in, I think, a couple years you've done that because I believe when you played in Houston at NRG, I was at that game too back in 2021, you pitched a shutout in that second half because you trailed like 21-7 to at that point. And then you went out there and you just absolutely balled out. You won that game. And moved on. It was a, uh, it was really good, uh, really good adjustments made on the defensive side. Really enjoyed it. Um, you know, still some questions. I mean, you you did give up quite a few yards. Uh, just kind of getting into some stats here. Uh, yeah, Houston ended up putting up 489 total yards of offense, 336 through the air, 153 on the ground. Um, they um. You know, didn't really pick up very many penalty yards on our part, which is really great, too, by the way. Uh, another point of emphasis I'll get to here in just a minute. But, yeah, I mean, Donovan Smith absolutely balled out in this game, especially in that first half. Thankfully, it was just in the first half where he, uh, yeah, where he dominated honestly. as well, man. Uh, yeah, he went 30 uh, for 41, four touchdowns, 336 yards, had a 93 QBR. Um, yeah, fantastic outing by him, man. I mean, you it really felt like he uh took this one a little a little personally, you know. Uh clearly this is the only this is the only game, as I mentioned, uh, I believe on last week's podcast that I'm not rooting for him throughout the rest of the year. Um and yeah, he I think he felt pretty um pretty highly about this one. He he really wanted this one, man. And he he balled out, he showcased what he can do, but just was not enough to upset the Red Raiders in their house. And yeah, I mean, after the game, you know, you saw uh, the teams, the coaches, uh, a lot of the players as well, you know, kind of dap up Don Smith, 
uh, you know, take some pictures with him. So there's still a lot of respect there. There's still a lot of uh, sure. uh love there, you know. Um, obviously, he kind of just did what he uh thought was best for his career. Realized, you know, he's probably not going to end up playing in a very stacked quarterback room. Um, went to Houston, balled out in this game, and I gotta say, man, hey, I'm rooting for the kid the rest of the way. I hope he does well, and yeah. Uh, I didn't even mention his uh, rushing attack. Yeah, he had nine carries for 58 yards on the ground, too. Average 6.4 yards for Houston as well. That, so, yeah, you kind of forget about his uh, his running ability. You know, really more of a more of a dual threat quarterback than, uh, than we've seen in years past as well, uh, especially when we had him. But, yeah, kind of getting some more acknowledge me stats on Texas Tech's side <laughs> of the ball. You know, by the way, that is uh, that is from uh from uh, one of the other podcasts to listen to, I was I was actually on their podcast uh, not too long ago. It's the Pops and Shots podcast. Uh, so some good uh, some good friends of mine over there. Uh, so offensively, you put up 400 yards, even exactly. That's kind of a kind of a strange sight, but hey, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, 161 through the air, 239 on the ground. Love to see that. Uh, penalties only had one penalty for five yards. That is what I'm talking about, man. You, Discipline. You, you know, I harped on that last week, man, after giving up so many penalty yards. It was like 96 yards to West Virginia the week before. This week, you clean that up, only giving up one penalty for five yards, man. I mean, that's... That's discipline football, man. You're not you're not shooting yourselves in the foot. That'll keep drives going. That will uh, win you ball games, man. You know, you you want to always clean up the you know, the things that are going to get you beat, and penalties do inevitably get you beat. You did trail in time of possession, though, only twenty four minutes to their thirty five, essentially. So yeah, you know, but you're still able to win the ball game. Uh, so yeah, really, um, really good, uh, really good effort by these guys in in this game. You know, we don't lose to Houston, man. We don't lose to Houston. I know we trail the series all time. But we do not lose to Houston in the 21st century. <laughs> uh, Baron Morton went 14 to 22 for 161 yards and two touchdowns at a 78.6 QBR. You know that, that that's a fair game, man. That is a fair game. Yeah. That'll play. That'll that'll play. And I feel like with that being said, that's about the amount of passes I want to see Baron Morton attempting throughout the rest of the season. You know, I, I don't really want to see 20, him going 30 range. Over yeah, I don't. I really want to see him going over thirty attempts. You know, mm. I feel like that's really where where he should lie, especially with this ground game that you've established. Mm. Uh, I know Bearmore's fully capable of throwing fifty passes a game. We've seen it before uh, last year, but you know, I, I kind of want him in that range. I feel like that kind of gives him a little more confidence. You know, when you're able to move the ball down the field, opens the, opens up the playbook a little bit more, and uh, you feel a little more comfortable. A quarterback's best friend is always a good running game, too. So, you know, I um, I, I feel comfortable with that. Uh, on yeah, the ground, and though, I, I get you for sure. And with the athlete, I was going to say, and with the athletes that we have, too, at the wide receiver position, like, we can make it easy for the kid. So, yeah, I agree on that for sure. The 20-30 range. I mean, that means we're a running team at that point. Ain't that right, Jenna? <laughs> I mean, more of a running team than we've ever been before. You yeah, know, for sure. Uh, more of a, I feel like you can be a real balanced team. You'll balance attack that way. For sure, man. Uh, but shout out to the O-line. The, yeah, shout out to the O-line for, uh, you know, open up holes for, for Taj and Cameron. Um, getting into their stats, though, uh, Cameron Valdez actually ended up uh, leading the way in rushing. <laughs> he had uh, six hey, carries plays, for man. 111 yards. Big plays 18, matter. 18 and a half yards per carry with one touchdown, had a long of 54. 
Uh, Taj Brooks, of course, getting 21 carries, 101 yards, 4.8 per carry with two touchdowns. Um, busted out a 19-yard round, too, which is awesome to see. Yeah, and that's that's about how many touches I want to see Taj getting to, you know, getting yeah, you know, right honest. there on in that uh in in that range too. I mean, he should definitely be getting at least at least you know like seventeen to twenty two touches. That's that's what I want to see. What I want to see him getting to. Um, and then Cameron Valdez, I feel like you know, with Cameron, you can maybe give him a little bit more. You know, give a, a Taj Brooks a little bit more of a break. But I mean, Taj was hot, man, and you, you feed the hot hand, and um, you know. Uh, Cameron did a great job, you know, uh, utilizing all of his opportunities that he was given. He busted out a 54 yard run for a touchdown and, um, uh, off of, I mean, he accumulated 111 yards off of just six carries, man. Like that, that's utilizing the most ahead of your opportunities there. Some, uh, receiving stats, miles price led the way five receptions, 163 yards and a touchdown. Followed good by passes, Xavier man. White. Look good. <laughs> yeah, is he? Uh, by the way, I, I I've been meaning to uh mean to ask this: Who is so far a front runner in your uh, Dylan Cantrell Soft Hands of the Year award? Honestly, man, the only person that's been consistently able to catch passes all season, I feel like, is Zay White. If really? I'm being honest with you, <laughs> Zay White's probably in the leading for it. Um, Miles Price is certainly uh, in contention totally right there. again. Yeah. He's it finally, he's finally, it, it just took him a while. I don't know why it took so long for us to utilize the kid. Like we're, what, uh, this is week five that we're going into now, week six. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, this man hadn't had five catches in the first, I think, first three games, first two games <laughs> maybe combined. So that's that's all I'm trying to get at. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, he's he's looking nice. And so is uh, Xavier White. Um, I do like, um. What is it? Uh, Fungi. Fungi's always nice. But honestly, honest, honestly, if you want to ask for the big moments leading it right now, it might be one of the tight ends, if I'm being honest with you. Interesting. Good old, Interesting. Mason, good old Mason Tharp. Kind of been around. Probably been, <laughs> you know, finally throwing out his name into the hat. So that's Yeah, that's had, cool, a, so. had an actual appearance in this game, which is uh, pretty pretty shocking. Uh, so, yeah, second, yeah. Uh, second place was um, – I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, nah, I was just gonna say, like, uh, they're all all those guys that I've named, they're definitely up there right now. It's just, uh, I've been looking for those, uh, you know, that third down conversion guy, that guy that just moves the chains, and uh, everyone's kind of had a big catch here or there. So there's no real front runner, if I'm being honest with you. I, I'm curious to see how the season, pro- you know, proceeds. I think that we're gonna have to uh, add in a Taj Brook running back award too by the end of the season. How this man's gonna finish yeah, out his yeah, career at Texas Tech? So. <laughs> yeah, I might have to throw that one into the ring as well. So, yeah, in due time, in due time. So, uh, yeah, Jonah, uh, how you feeling about this game overall, buddy? <laughs> this will get right game, and good, this is a pretty good, so um, a complete game. Would you say for the most part? I mean, other than the defensive, um, I mean, the I wouldn't say it's half, a complete game. I was, the first half close, defensively, man. you just were not there. You know, um, true. Was on the second half, you really turned it up. around, but like I wouldn't say like it was a complete game. Definitely good to get this win, of course. Um, but I wouldn't say like you, you played a complete game. Um, I think this was the the best uh, coaching adjustment wise game that I've seen this yeah, season. Yeah, no doubt, so, no doubt. You know, you stuck to your bread and butter, man. I feel like you really found your found your identity. You know, and that's time. in the run game. Uh, you can be a balanced team. Um, 
You know, I feel like he still wants to be this up-tempo, no-huddle style offense, which I don't really feel like you need to be at this point if you're, you know, going to continue to run the ball that way. But, you know, hey, I I get it. You know, you do you. I feel like you can slow the game down just a little bit. Um, you know, kind of just take the air of the ball, dominate that time of possession, and just go on these very methodical 10, 12 play drives, you know, whether in a, a touchdown or a field goal, you know, hey, you, you chill some time, you're wearing down their defense, man, and you're giving your defense some time to rest. So I feel like yeah. that's kind of where we should be, where we should be. I agree. Forward. I agree. We we seem to have the our strengths that lean kind of into that style of play. So I definitely agree, man. So. Definitely. Uh, shall we? Shall we move on? Shall I ask you, Jonah Young? Uh, well, <laughs> I want to go ahead and uh, list off some more, uh, some more acknowledgement oh, stats balls, right, right here. We haven't even got to that. Uh, yes, I uh, wanted to go ahead and give Xavier White, who was uh, second behind Miles Price, three receptions for fifty-three yards. Uh, Luick Fungi man had just one reception for twenty-five yards and a touchdown, but he also had that punt block. That was a turn back for a touchdown as well. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to Dre McCray too for a 102 yard uh, touchdown return, kickoff return for a touchdown, I should say. Uh, awesome, man. I believe in college, like, I believe the announcers were saying um, that they don't it's do only 100, 102 right? yards. Like that, that's not a stat in college. Like if you return it for the for uh, for a touchdown, it's just a hundred yard you know, kickoff return for a touchdown. It's not like 102 or 103, 104. Mm-hmm. It's just 100 yards, which I think is kind of stupid in, in college, the way they don't uh, keep that step. But he he, uh, he, he had a 102-yard return for a touchdown. It, it just sounds cooler. It does. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Mason Tharp. Mason Tharp had a there was a Mason Tharp sighting and a Baylor Cup sighting in this game too. Uh, two receptions for 16 yards. Baylor Cup one for four yards. Um, getting to the defensive side as well. Uh, Tyler Owens and Ben Roberts led the way in total tackles. Um, with both with 10, you know, Ben Roberts doing amazing, bro. Is it me or does Tyler Owens, bro? That dude is jacked, man. That dude looks like a linebacker, man. He does, uh, like, I, I, w- I would want him, you know, maybe replace it like Josiah Pierre. I'd be fine with that, dude. If you were to stick him down low, be that will position, I mean, he's, he's got the body type for it, dude. I mean, he, that dude is jacked, man. He's got the, you know, speed of a safety, too, man. That, that dude can fly around, man. That, that pretty dangerous, man. Like, I didn't even notice that, like going into like this game as well by uh, by Tyler Owens, but you know, put him in linebacker, dude. <laughs> you know, haven't played that like, you know, star <laughs> position, you know. I mean, it's uh, that 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 dude's that dude's Jack, man. I I wouldn't we want got, to get by that guy. It's a it's a strong. We got strong depth back there, man. He looked good. Yes. He looked good this week too. So <laughs> and uh, also getting uh, their first start, uh, Mikkel Dingle. He's a true freshman at the linebacker position. Um, you know, obviously with Josiah Pierre going out, he ended up playing that will um will position. He had a uh, four tackles, uh, three solos, one tackle for loss. Thought Mikel Dingle looked pretty good. Did look a bit lost at times, but you know, I think that's to be expected, you know, given everything. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's just kind of what I have to. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like from what I saw. I think he'll get better as uh, as the year goes on. Uh, hopefully, I, th- I think this week we could potentially see uh, Jacob Rodriguez back in that lineup, which I would love to uh, see. You know, Possibly. Ben Roberts and Jacob on Rodriguez that. on the field at the same time. That'd be fantastic. If not, uh, I have no problem. Uh, you know, uh, riding the ship with Mikael Dingle. I thought he showed a lot of promise. First career start. Obviously, going to be a little nervous. We'll see how he does on the road next week. If that's um, if uh, Josiah Pierre is not back. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to see him. 
And then of course, uh, can't forget Tony Bradford Jr., who had three tackles, three solos for one sack, the only sack he got in this game. I felt like you could have done a little bit better at pressuring the quarterback. They uh, really did not show any pressure at all throughout this game, dude. I mean, that, that D line <laughs> has not shown up at all. I mean, they, they Donovan Smith had virtually all day long to throw, and um. One little thing I wanted to harp on the defense as we get into like the what went wrong side of it, which is pretty much well everything on the defense in the first half, I should say. Um, can you um, can you tell me where uh, Steve Linton is? Like, where where is he at, man? Should, should we start hanging posters? Do you think? Golly, Jenna, um, don't like, go in on you know, the lad. Chill, bro. Should, should we start? Um, you know, put out an Amber Alert for him missing oh, Steve God. Linton. Did you get that um, national alert today? I did. did yes. Give you, a, give you <laughs> an idea. Everybody got it. Everybody got it. I'm serious, man. I think we should put out. We need. I think we should put out an Amber Alert for for Steve Linton, man, because this That's dude so has been nowhere this entire year, dude. And he was a guy I hyped up all throughout the off season too. You know, I looked at some of his highlight tapes at Syracuse. I was like, oh, bro, that dude's going to be, you know, good coming off the edge and a really good edge rusher, played a lot of power five football. I think we got ourselves a stud at the uh, at the rush in position, you know, good, uh, good fill in for, you know, Tyree Wilson and what he uh, brought to the table there. You know, I feel like he was going to be that guy this year. Um, uh-huh. Nowhere to be found. Absolutely nowhere to be found. <laughs> so takes time to learn the playbook. Got chill. chill I mean, he's been here name. since the spring, dude. You've had plenty of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> Plus, you're you're about to be six weeks in. You have plenty of time, dude. Plenty of time. So you're you're not getting. Plus, he's a, he's a he's a senior, dude. He's a transfer. Like you're not getting a lot of excuses out of me, man. Like he just has not produced on that field, man. I I don't know what it is, but uh, we need prime time game for this kid to ball out. I don't know. We've, Look, had many, defense, we've already had like three primetime games, too. What are you talking couple, about? Yeah. Look, I'm not <laughs> trying about to have one this week. From, but I am trying to make excuses from I, I don't know, Jonah. I'm not in the locker room. <laughs> Look, you're upset because we got a transfer that was a, I won't say a bust, but lackluster so far. Yes. Some would say. I mean, he had one tackle in this game. One. That's it. Hey, important. A tackle is a tackle. Well, you're a DN, man. Like, how is Tony Bradford have more tackles than you? Because Tony <laughs> Bradford's saying, like, how, how does that he's happen? He's a good D lineman. He's a good D lineman. Sounds like you're disrespecting Tony Bradford to me, everybody. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting, but like, you you know as well as I do on the defensive side that D linemen they they don't get as many tackles as you know linebackers and DNs should be getting. You know. Yeah, if I'm being honest with you, I think DN might be the one of the easier positions in football. You kind of just. You get one thing, go after ball, right? So, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot more goes into it than that. I, um, I really, I think that's the what the gist of it, though. Let's be honest. Like, it's a oh, it's a pass play. Go after, go after ball. Like, go after ball. You got to fight off the go run. After ball. Uh, you got to shed blocks. You have to look make sure most you're of staying mo- in your most, gap. You know, sometimes you have to drop back and coverage a little bit. You know, you got to make sure uh, you have to watch for screen plays. I mean, you got to do a lot on that on the defensive end. Okay, hear me out. If you said, if you're plus, you got to get past these, you know, six six, three hundred and you know, twenty pound offensive tackles. Game after game, go head on against them, shed off their run blocks. I mean, you you have to do a lot, dude. Support coaching, bro. I think if you're if you're not sending your pass your best pass rusher every play on a passing down, you're you're doing something wrong on your football team. 
They should never be in coverage to begin with. So, no, they don't need a focus. They just need to pin their ears back and go get ball. Go chase the quarterback. Go get ball. That's it. Go get ball. I think it's the simplest ball, you get You get ball. In football, it's one of them for sure. So, yeah, you get ball. So, <laughs> But, yeah, man, that's uh, kind of all I have for this game as well. Um, you know, Kyle, as I mentioned, we do currently stand – in 10th place. Uh, I think that's just kind of due to us, you know, being alphabetical uh, yeah. <laughs> in the, uh, in the ranking system as well, because we are technically behind Iowa state, Baylor, TCU, BYU, and Kansas who all have the uh, same conference record as us. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just probably some alphabetical things. Going hey man, on. we're undefeated in conference, baby. Woo. No, we're not. I wish we lost to West Virginia. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, and also, you know, we do sit at two and three right now. Iowa State also at two and three. Uh, Oklahoma, Texas at five and zero, oh, two and zero oh in conference play. West Virginia two and zero oh in conference play. How about that, dude? They they had an ugly win out there and uh, out there in. Hey man, I feel like West team, Virginia man. is one of those teams, man. They 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 don't care how they win. They're just gonna drag their ass across that finish line, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> yeah, my respect. They have. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Those Mountaineers, man. Uh, so should we jump into a uh, game ball? Game ball, man. Let's do absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. Zuni, who's your game ball going to this week? So I didn't even uh, I didn't even mention it in the in the what went right at the beginning of our segment, but yeah, no, I got to give it to the special teams. Dre McCray, got to go out to them. Uh, anytime you get points on special teams, uh, other than the kicker actually kicking for a field goal, that is a good. Good job. Good job. We love punt return touchdowns. We love kickoff return touchdowns. They're hard to do. So uh, MVP ball, uh, game ball, uh, goes to the special teams unit as well as Dre McCray. I'd say all of them collectively because it does take all 11 to get that man, you know, to see the to see it spread open, to see the lane, to get the touchdown. It's a fast kid, but you got to get the blocks, right? So that's uh, that's my game ball. What about you, Jonah? Dang it, dude. He stole mine. <laughs> he stole yeah, mine. Special teams? Mine was uh, going to go to the special teams this week, dude. Uh, well, um, you can double down on it, man. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. I yeah, mean, I, I real, guess we can go ahead and double down on it. I, I just don't like uh I mean, shout out to them, though. Out. But, yeah, I mean, shout out to the special teams, man. Special teams gets my game ball. Two touchdowns. I mean, that's um, less work your offense had to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even though like, you're, offensively you put up 35 points instead of 49 uh, but still, I mean, e- either way, you get the win, you know, like it, was, it was enough to win. Um, mm-hmm. I but yeah, I mean, this is a long I believe the last kickoff return we saw for a touchdown uh, by Texas Tech was actually in 2017 by Kiki Cutie against Baylor. And that was out in Dallas. Well, you answered one. Of the I believe questions. that's the last one. I could be mistaken, but I think that's the last kickoff return. I think I've seen Texas Tech have for a touchdown. So, yeah, it, it, it's uh, been a minute since we've been able to do that. I love it. it. You know, I love it. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Dre McCray. Shout out to Loic Fungi for blocking that kick and getting a touchdown, man. Dude got a two tutties on the day. Love it, dude. Absolutely love it, man. Here for it. So yeah, special teams unit, you get our game ball of the week. Woo! Yes, sir. All right. So should we go ahead and just uh jump right on into our new opponent we have coming up this week? 
let's do it, Jonah, against <laughs> some some bears, some little yes. some little cubbies, some little care bears. I like to call them. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna disrespect disrespect them like that. I mean, they're okay in Waco. <laughs> But are they great? I don't know. Take it away, Jonah. Where, how how do you think this is going to turn out for us? Well, it is the butt bowl, man. The butt bowl. Butt bowl this week, my friend. Uh, B-U-T-T, in case you don't get it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man. I uh, Plus, the stadium actually kind of looks like a toilet seat. But anyways, uh, you know, I feel like. Uh, I, I I will be at this game, by the way, in case anybody wants to come up and say hi to us, chill out with us. We're pretty cool, you know. Um, if you, if you want to, if you see us out there, go be wearing talk red. Talk shit about our takes. Uh, talk shit about our takes. Yes, talk shit about us. I mean, you can you can add us on Twitter. We we get plenty of that, anyways. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be out there. Uh, it's only a couple hour drive from where I live out here, so uh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. Uh, it's a night game out there, McLean. Never been to a night game, McLean. Um, it's their gold out, which I'm really hoping uh, when the uniforms are released tomorrow that we do like the full, like we do like all red and what well, well, they're all gold, and then we can have like a mustard versus ketchup kind of a uh, kind of matchup there. You know, Why? I think that would uh, that that that, that look kind of cool, dude. That would look kind of. I cool. guess. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it with the throwback uni. I mean, we had the throwback uni a, a little while ago, right? So, and those are really nice. We didn't really. Yeah, I mean, but on those. but knowing us, we'll probably go all white. That seems to be our uh, uniform of choice every time we go out. I think we'd go Vico. all black. Uh, I actually wouldn't mind that either. I wouldn't mind going all black either. That that would be a uh, that would be pretty cool. Um, you know like, me, yeah. I always want the Lone Star one back, man. Dude, stop! Man. Give up on that train, those- dude. Those ugly Lone Star jerseys. Those helmets, they were great, man. No, they were not. They were great. They were not. They were not. They were not, my friend. (laughs) They need to bring them back, though. They were so bad that they were great. That's that's my opinion. (laughs) They were so bad they were great. Definitely need to have them back every single week. Not every week, but... (laughs) Every single uh, year, I should say. Yeah, Baylor Bears. Joe's going to be out there. Yes. (laughs) The boy's going to be out there, man. Um... So yeah, I guess we should probably talk about the matchup, right? Instead of just uh, you know, pretty good. We don't like That's how it. I feel. Pretty pretty good. Look, look, pretty good, we, man. we we found our recipe to success, and currently, uh, Baylor's defense actually lost a starter, torn ACL. Uh, I believe the kid's name is uh, Mike Jones. Uh, I believe. Uh, don't quote me on that, but um, they did lose one of their starting linebackers. And they were already not great against the run with him starting, and he was their second leading tackler. So, um, we're a running team, aren't we, Jonah? So I think we match up pretty good. Uh, you're expecting another player to step up for the Baylor. Who would you say is uh is out currently for Baylor? I don't. I I, I want to say it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure last name was Jones. It might have been Matt first, Jones. First, Matt Jones, not Mike Jones. Mike Jones, old rapper. Yeah, if it's Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Yeah, sorry guys, we, told- we did not do a we did not do a lot of research on the injuries for Baylor. <laughs> I know one of their linebackers is hurt. I'm I'm damn sure I might have to pull up my notes actually now. I want to go off memory, but I guess I pull them up. But yeah, no. So we're, we're we match up relatively well, I'd say, just off the run game. If we just stick to what we did this past, you know, uh, Saturday, it should work out just the same because um. I mean, I don't know about you, but Baylor's not 
Are you afraid of Baylor this year, Jonah? Well, I will say I think we are essentially looking ourselves in the mirror in this game. Both teams in this one have not had ideal seasons that we wanted to have. Of course, Texas Tech, you know, had a lot of Dark Horse vibes that went around us, you know, yada, yada, a lot of preseason hype. Uh, clearly has have not lived up to that billing five weeks into the year. Uh, Baylor, on the other hand, too, has not, uh, has not done so. Of course, losing to Texas State to open up the year by 11 at home. Help. Not good, man. Not very good. Don't want to see that. Um, and they're in their five matchups. They've uh, they've yeah. let up thirty five. Uh, Blake Shapin went down. Their starting quarterback Blake Shapin went down. This so there's thing too. Yeah. So, um, you know they they clearly have not had a uh, not had a year like us. You know, like us losing to Wyoming to start the year, then losing to Texas State. I feel like we're kind of looking ourselves in the mirror. They lost to Utah at home the same week we lost to Oregon at home. Um. Uh. Yeah. They. Yeah. Of course, ours was you know, a game. Dominated their uh their G five opponent. I think it was like Long Island. Uh. Yeah. Long Island University. Uh. Where they beat thirty to seven at home. Uh. Got decimated by Texas. Uh. The week we played West Virginia, we lost to West Virginia on the road. Um. And managed to get a miraculous dub versus UCF last week, where they were down. I think it was thirty five to ten. The last time I saw. And they just managed to come back, have like 26 unanswered points. It, it was actually quite the incredible comeback by Baylor. Um, so, yeah, they, they are um, riding pretty high right now as well. Similar to us riding pretty high with this kind of turnaround. We were able to turn around the second half defensively against Houston because they're about to run up, you know, like almost 100 on you. <laughs> it, it, it seemed like, you know, first team to 100. Um so yeah, I mean, I feel like we're kind of looking ourselves in the mirror with this match. I feel like we've had very so. similar years. I mean, Texas uh, currently right now as we stand, and we'll get into this a little bit later on when we get to that segment. We're a one point favorite. It's almost a pick 'em. That's what Vegas has as well. Uh, almost as a pick 'em, dude. We're that even with the Baylor Bears. Yes. I don't know. We man. are both sitting at two and three. Both in a one on one conference play. Our, our struggle. Like we're looking ourselves in a mirror right now. Their, see, their bread and butter is the run game. Our bread and butter is the run game. Took us a little bit longer to find that out than we would have liked. But our bread and butter but, is the run game. Um, Jonah, let me ask you if we feed Taj Brook the same amount of carries that we did in the previous games prior to this one, do we win those games? I don't know. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, I. That's I time really possession. Like sh- I mean,. So that's why I disagree on the looking in the mirror kind of segment because we we well I mean we you can say a lot of different things. I mean you could, you could have the same conversation with Baylor though if they had I done guess, this man, a little bit better if they had done that a little bit hindsight's always going to be twenty twenty my friend true but we as fans knew that Taj was it at the beginning of the season did we not <laughs> we we knew to give this man the ball like we weren't oblivious he wasn't like this wasn't anything new I don't think right I, I maybe if you want to give the O line time to mesh if you want to give that argument sure but. We barely just did what we were supposed to on offense, I think, this previous game, where we just you yeah, know, take it slow, enough, be methodical. Be methodical. And our defense, you see what happens when our defense actually shows up, right? Like they have been the entire year. So I don't know. I don't know if Baylor takes Oregon to 30, you know, to as far into the fourth quarter as they did. And we lost off of a, off of, of a dumb play at the end, right? So. 
So yeah, I, I, I mean, don't know. That's why I, I kind of disagree. That's what, that's kind of how I feel. I don't think it's looking in the mirror. I think we're the better team. Ultimately, truly, I think we should win this game. Even even if it's a home game for them, I, I truly believe that. I don't know. Maybe it's just overbearing confidence, and maybe I just believe it more and too much. But I I genuinely think we should win this game by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I, I feel you, man. And uh, by the way, the Baylor linebacker that was out, I was doing a little was, bit of research. Uh, it was is Matt Jones. The, no, not uh, not Matt. Not Matt Jones. Jones. Thought it, it was Matt will Jones. Will be their defender, uh, Mike Smith Jr. Mike Smith Jr. Yes, Mike Smith Jr. Uh, Baylor's gonna be without him. Matt Jones will still be playing. Ah, gotcha. So yes. it's their leading tackler, <laughs> Matt Jones, and their yes, lead second leading Jones. tackler was uh, Mike. Okay, okay. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, Here's, they're without one of them, right? That's a pretty big blow, right? So that we should definitely use utilize that to our advantage. Hell, get our tight ends into the game again. I mean, they're gonna be down, and we're getting healthier this game. Correct me if I'm not. You touched on it a little bit earlier. We might be getting Rodriguez back, Jacob. Yeah, you know? I, I I wouldn't. We, we might mean, be getting not gonna rush him back, but uh, you know, uh, not, I would love but, to see him out there. So I I just think it's a. I, this is the perfect time to start rolling if there was ever a time for us, right? So <laughs> that, that's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling. Let's, uh, yeah, keep, I mean, you can probably say the same. The steam boat. I, like what you're saying right now is exactly what Baylor's probably saying right now too. You know, this yeah. is the perfect time for them to get rolling as well. Um, I'm not, I'm not trying to like, you know, you know, like negate what you're saying, but I'm also trying to play a little, maybe, maybe play a little devil's advocate and why you got reel me back, man? Why you got to reel me back? You know me, man. I'm always about keeping the vibes hot, but I do want to play a little bit of devil's advocate. You know, Baylor's probably saying the score same thing, especially Your after score that. Score prediction is probably gonna be interesting. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a little bit closer than yours, probably. Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting to Baylor. Uh, obviously, they're gonna have Blake Shapen back in this game. Uh, obviously, tore us up last year. Got pretty familiar with him in Lubbock. Baylor won 45 to 17 last year in Lubbock. This is gonna be a big revenge game. McGuire going back home, kind of a homecoming trip for McGuire. That's where we got him out of. Uh, heading back there. Obviously, Baylor knows him very well. Um, you know, this is uh, you know, and I feel like last year Dave Rand definitely had McGuire's number. You know, it feels it feels that way, you know. Uh can McGuire return that favor? Can Texas Tech come into Baylor's house and get a dub that they have not? you know, gotten one at in a very long time and you know, just kind of upset them in their own house. You know, I, I can't remember the last time that yes. actually won in, in, uh, in Waco. I would love to see it. I would absolutely love to see it. We're going to do it. I'm telling you, this is, gonna, this is the anomaly right here. We've already had a weird start to the year. This is the time. Yeah. I mean, can, can we kick it into, into overdrive? You know, can we just really get over that hump that's been kind of plaguing us this season? Can we stop Richard Reese, which we were not able to last year? This dude ran all over us. Just could not stop it, man. Uh, Baron Morton was the starter in that game. I believe that was his last game as the starter before uh, he ended up uh, getting benched for Tyler Shook. I believe he came in the next uh, next week. Um, so, yeah. I mean, can, can we stop Baylor's rushing attack? You know, Richard Reese, of course, um, on the year so far, he has 45 carries for 225 yards, averages five yards a carry, and has two touchdowns currently, followed by Dominic Richardson 
with 46 carries, 197 yards, uh, no touchdowns, averages 44.3 yards per carry. And, of course, other running back, Dawson Pendergrass, 35 carries, 164 yards, averaging 4.7 per carry and two tutties as well, man. I mean, they 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 live on the ground, man. They're, they're just not afraid to show it, you know, like we are, apparently. At least that's the way it seems. Uh, so, yeah, they, they live on the ground. Their rushing game is their bread and butter. Um, but it's not to say they don't have quality receivers as well. Wide receiver Monterey Baldwin. 12 receptions for 278 yards, um, one touchdown on the season, averages 23.2 yards per reception. Uh, Keyshawn Jackson Jr., 14 receptions, 228 yards, uh, no touchdowns, averages uh, 16.3 yards uh, per reception. And then uh, Drake Dabney, the tight end, too. 12 receptions on the year, 172 yards, three touchdowns. He's definitely the guy they like to use in those uh, red zone packages, just find him out in the flat or just toss it up to him in the back of the end zone, have him go out there and make a play. Uh, they do have quality, quality receivers, really you know fast guys that can get open and uh, do something we can't, which is called create separation. And so, yeah, definitely going to be some dangerous guys to watch out for. Defensive side, we're kind of talking a little bit about this. Uh, Matt Jones, a linebacker, uh, currently has 30, leads the team with 33 tackles, has two sacks on the year as well, and two passes defended. He is by far probably their best their best linebacker, definitely the best player on defense. I'll, I'll go as far as to say. Uh, Mike Smith Jr. mentioned he's going to be out for this game. Uh, he was third on their team in tackles of 24. Uh, Devin Bobby who has 25 tackles on the season, one pass defended as well. He's going to be their other safety man, kind of a, kind of a downhill safety that can, um, you know, essentially play like a linebacker and, uh, you know, really just kind of get after it, kind of a silent, silent tackler as well too uh, when he's not in coverage. And of course, um, you know, can't forget about their cornerback, Caden Jenkins, has uh, 14 tackles on the year, two pass defended, one interception. Uh, they return for five yards. Um, they don't really force a lot of interceptions, though. Uh, you know, Kyler Jordan, their linebacker, uh, has an interception as well. So, uh, yeah, they don't they don't force a ton of turnovers uh, defensively. I think we do have more that we forced on the our defense has forced more than theirs has. Uh, you know, don't we have Malik, them, you know, but you know, Malik yeah. Dunlap had two picks, right? One game. <laughs> it's already better than their best leading corner. Just saying, but I mean, <laughs> just I mean, saying. We, but yeah, we, they they do have some some studs. Throughout their entire, um, their entire team this year, so that, that's that's really what I'm trying to say. And also their um, their field goal kicker, one ball to, uh, Isaiah one Hankins, hundred percent on the season. And yes, I am trying to drink some there. Oh, that's pretty nice. <laughs> I won't lie about that one. That's pretty nice. It's all to have. You know, Garcia, I think is like what four for nine, five for nine, five yes. for five for nine, something like that, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, he's kicking 100% on the year. Um you know, doing well, man. 3 for 3 from 30 to 39. Um so yeah, I mean, he's killing actually wait. Well, I think I might have read that wrong. There it goes, Johnny. Yeah, I'm bringing out the special teams. <laughs> when in reality, the kicker might actually be hot garbage. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yes, sorry. That. He is uh not hot garbage, but definitely not uh, not great. <laughs> not you know Garcia. That's what uh, I is, like to hear. He is a seventy-five percent on the year, hundred uh, percent extra points. Yes, field goals seventy-five percent. 
here. Uh, he's one for two from 50 plus, 0 for two from 40 to 49. Three oh, for three, for 30, 39, boys, five eh? for five, 20 to 29. Sorry, guys. I misread that one. That's my blunder. I need to do better. I need to pick it up. Got a lot of things to clean 100%. up. I'll get better in the offseason, man. I'm going to have a better week. going to have a better week, dude. Um, That's right. Get back. Bigger, faster, stronger. Bigger, faster, stronger. Talk better. You know, I talk good. All I that. talk pretty good. I need to talk great, though. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, Baylor's got some, got some playmakers all over the field for them. Kind of hard to think that, especially with the way we play on the road, that we're just gonna waltz into Waco and snap. We are. This is this is where we get the monkey off our back. Jesus, how many times am I gonna say this throughout my podcast for Gee, the monkey's on our back with the way games. This has to be completely coincidental. We finally beat Baylor and McLean. That's my hot take of the season. Jeez, I just let this one be true. Just let this one be true. <laughs> I want it to be true just as much as you want it to be true as well, my friend. I, I, I bet I, you I Jonah's really gonna he's gonna hit us with like a 32-24 Baylor, aren't you, Jonah? That's so <laughs> sad. Boo. Well, before we get Boo. into that one, you know, kind of talking a little bit more about this one. What do you think the what or who do you think the X Factor is going to be in this matchup right before we get into keys to victory, man? Let's let's let's, let's get your take on that. Um, it's definitely gonna be the defense. Um, they kept this in the game last year, uh, for sure towards the end. Um, because I I believe we were pretty tied up with Baylor. It was the game up until like the third quarter, midway through the third quarter, I believe. Um, because it was like seventeen twenty, and then Morin throws like a pick, a really bad one, I think. Last year, just kind of threw it. Yeah, I last year Baylor. Baylor bent us over the sink, dude. <laughs> they oh, came, was, they lost forty-five to seventeen, dude. There was there home. was a there was a game where we kept up with eighteen with Baron Morin was starting. So it was one of his three oh, games. It was Oklahoma State. So that's what I'm trying to get. Oklahoma it was State. Oklahoma State. That's the yes. one where we kept up with. That's where he got his um, first start, that. and that one was on the road. So I'm not too worried about Morton being able to play on the road because that's where he got his so, first start, and he looked really nice in that game. So so I'm not too, that, uh, too so, worried about that. I think this is completely coincidental at this point with the whole Joey Maguire thing on not being able to win an away game. This is this is where he's going to break the curse. Uh, the biggest X factor will be the defense. If we can just slow him down uh, from scoring, uh, that that we should be good, honestly. Because the offense, for the offense, I pray to God, just give the ball to Taj and and Cameron and just let them work, let them eat, let them eat, let them cook. Let the boys cook, bro. The boys uh, cook a little bit, man. Let them, let them cook. Let them cook. Oh, but yeah, no, that's ultimately the, the two things that's going to come down to to winning this game, which is crazy. It's old school football. But if we do that, then I, I seriously don't see why we don't win this this game handily by at least a touchdown or two. Like you I mean, see the recipe, right? Yeah. Against Houston, Right, that's that to me. That's that's the closest we're gonna get to all three phases. That's that's the best version of all three phases of football on our football team. It was so that far, game, yeah. right? So far, in the year. so far. So that's defense, offense, and special teams. So if we could replicate even seventy percent of that against Baylor, then we should win the game. And to be honest with you, we should be replicating seventy percent. We should we. And to be honest, I feel like we have been like we have been pretty stout. Uh, in most areas throughout the throughout the year against our opponents, you know, yes, we've had our struggle on offense, but we were great on defense. We had moments of uh, greatness in special teams too. People sleep on Austin Mac- McNamara and his uh, ability to pin our opponents inside the twenty. People sleep on that, but that's pretty important. 
right? And that's playing the field position, which is crazy. That should be your X factor. That's who your X factor should be. That's that's my X factor. Yeah. Austin being able to, you know, I mean, it's it's there, deep, man. It's a, it's a game of field position, and it, it you know, I feel like in order to win, in order for us to win this game, we're we're gonna need to pin them pin them back, dude. You know, make so, them drive on you. You know, I mean, so, unfortunately. They yeah. seem to have no uh, Houston had no problem with that at the beginning of the game, uh, so hopefully you make some adjustments, make the proper. That was probably our, that was probably our worst performance on defense of the year, though. Was yeah, that first yeah, which definitely. is what I'm trying to definitely. get at. You know, what I mean, every other point in the year, our defense has been good. It's they've kept us in games. Our offense is kind of what sputtered on us at the beginning of the year. Um, hell, I mean, you just add a touchdown to any one of those games. It's a different game, right? It's a it's us winning. So, I, mean, I, I guess <laughs> of course, of course but that's how close that's how close these games have been and for the most part. So, I believe RC Maxfield he had a tweet out that I saw uh, our opponents uh, that we've that we've lost to. We lost every opponent by one score. They have a combined record currently of thirteen and two. Thank you. Even <laughs> the quality of our opponents. Thank you. Yeah. You're just proving me right. Like we've played some of our best football. And we've lost. <laughs> so playing some of our best football against Baylor should result in a dub. Because I like I just don't think they're I think we're just a little more talented this game. Like we're we have more things. Yeah, I, I think our, on I think you know top to bottom play. we are the more talented team, but of course you gotta go out there and show it, man. I mean you're on the same yeah. field as them, man. You you can you know have all that talent, but you ain't got the proper coaching. You don't have the proper motivation. You ain't got the proper work ethic. You know talent only take you so far, man. You need schematics when it comes to this. You need to be motivated because uh, there were times you know on uh, you know on the couple road trips, uh, especially out to West Virginia, I was uh, you know trying to look at the sideline every time the camera would pan there. No energy, dude. No energy on that sideline, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you gotta, you gotta keep that, keep that vibes high, man. Keep that, uh, keep that, that shit rolling. So, you know, I would, um, you know that 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 could be my X factor. It's not, but I definitely think that, uh, you know, think about it now, it definitely could be. Keep the momentum. Um, yeah, keep, yeah, keep, keep, the, keep momentum. the vibes high. Keep the momentum going. Make sure that sideline is pumped. Keep the energy up, man. Um, my X factor in this one. I think is ultimately going to be Joe McGuire. <laughs> Joe McGuire. Yes. Our head coach, can can he beat his old boss? Can he be his old boss? I mean, I mean, hell, uh, Nick Saban for a long time was undefeated against all of his assistants that went on to be head coaches. Um, Dave Randa so far one and zero against his former assistants. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has gone off to me be a head coach and they've played, so I don't know. But I know that they that he beat Joe McGuire last year. So Joe McGuire returning to Baylor, first time back there uh, since he left a couple years ago to come take our job, come lead, uh, come lead our team. So I think ultimately it's going to be like, how is he going to be prepared? How is he going to feel uh, being on the other sideline, being in the you know uh, away locker room? And uh, you know, I, I feel like he might. I feel like he might be booed. You know, in this game, uh, Baylor's actually pretty respectable. He has some pretty respectable fans, um, re- really, really nice fans, which I, which I hate. Uh, <laughs> I hate that their fans are actually really nice. Last time I went out there in twenty twenty one, they were they were actually very nice, um, which I, which I hate. I despise. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's like how how is he going to handle 
coming back to Waco. I feel like, you know, how is he going to handle knowing what they were able to do to you last year on your home turf? You know, how is this team going to handle a little bit of success? Because Baylor's running in high off of a very big comeback win. Coming to a game at home, Texas Tech had a 21-point victory over an in-state opponent last week. How are they going to handle success? How are both teams going to handle success? We're going to find out a lot in this game. And I feel like this game could determine whether you make a bowl game or not. You know, because that's what we're fighting for at this point. You know, I don't think we're, you know, fighting for conference titles at this point. We're not fighting for that. We're fighting like, hey, look, let's let's make a bowl game. Let's salvage what we can out of this season. Because I feel like if you were to drop this game, especially being on the road, it, it's hard to see that you're, to, to, for me to sit here and say, like, your season's not over. Like, like your season would be over. Damn, one and two? Like, one and two in conference play? You think the season's over? With what we have coming up? Possibly, yes. I'm not trying to be pessimistic in that way, but I'm just being honest. Like, I think it's definitely your season's probably possibly over. (laughs) You know, definitely, probably, maybe, possibly, I don't know, over. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you know, that's that's where I'm. uh, That's where I'm kind of at in this one because you'd be two and four halfway through the year. You would you would probably expect that record to be flipped, but I mean, I, I, this one you, you really need, man. And Baylor knows they need it too because they're sitting in the same slot that we are, man. So this one's gonna be a bit of a dogfight, I think. You know, and this one really will be a dogfight. Uh, what is your key to victory, my friend? We could, we'll jump right into that segment. Key to victory, uh, gotta be Zach Kelly in the offense. Um. Uh, our defense is proven we can stop people. We just need to match people score for score. And if we do that, then eventually our defense will stop somebody. So that's basically – I'm not saying it has to be a shootout for us to win. It's going to be something close to that, I imagine. I don't think this will be a defensive, like, struggle throughout the majority of the game. Like, I think we're going to score. You're probably going to see 30s. So, yeah, no, the the X factor is Zach Kelly and the play calling. Keep feeding Todd Brooks – uh, keep doing the the quick passes with Barrymore because I, I do like his release. It's really fast, and it actually makes the bubbles to Miles Price and Zay White actually you know work, which is crazy. I don't know why, but Tyler Chuck's just his release to them was just a little just slow enough for where the corner could reach him. So yeah, just uh, keep doing that and playing to the kid's strength, and that that should ultimately get us a win. Just just please just hand Play the ball the team off to strengths, the guy though. you know. Please, like, I, uh, yeah, is, that's that's gonna recipe, be um, you know? that's gonna be one of my keys to victory. Uh, as I mentioned, I think special teams. If you continue to play, if you can get anywhere close to the performance you had on special teams last week, I think you're in good hands. Um, I feel as though if you can, you know, really just you know capitalize on what worked last week, you know, you should be ultimately in good hands as well. Um, and stay disciplined, man. Stay disciplined. I love the fact that you only had one penalty for five yards. I could live with that. I would love zero for zero, but hey, one penalty for five yards, I'll take it, man. Don't get flustered. Don't get frustrated. Don't make these dumb penalties in keys in key spots that can really just, you know, uh, for that way that way Baylor can just capitalize on the momentum, capitalize on your mistakes. You know, especially in big moments at really key junctures in the game. Just don't do that. Play disciplined football again, because he played really disciplined last week. Let's keep that up. Let's let's keep, let's, let's keep that going, man. Let's, let's erase the dumb mistakes, the dumb penalties, 
all that stuff. Get that out of your system. And I hope it's completely out of our system because Baylor will make you pay for it if you if you do that. So keys victory, really just keep on a keep playing discipline football. Don't make dumb mistakes. Um don't turn the ball over, of course. And I feel like you should be pretty set and just keep keep on um just stick to your bread and butter, really, <laughs> offensively. So that's kind of like where where I stand with that. So score predictions, my friend. Score predictions. Zuni, what you got for this game? What what, what do you um, think the score is going to be? You said you think this one's going to be an offensive shootout. I'm curious as to what you think the score is going to be, man. Not really an offensive shootout, but somewhere kind of close to it. I'm thinking this is probably going to be like a probably like a 34-42 kind of game. Tech, if I if I have to be so optimistic, that would be my score prediction: 42-30-34. So 42-34 um, yeah. Texas Tech. 42-34 Texas Tech. Um, yeah, I hope we I hope we score, and I hope our defense comes up with the with the the right in, amount of stops so we can win the game. So that's. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. You know, what Nesto just texted me his score prediction for this game, and he has Tech winning 41 to 34. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> yes, y'all were almost matching, almost twinning. Wow. Uh, I'm, I guess, method? I'm the wild card in this one. Yeah, Joan is picking Baylor to win. For no, crazy no. reason. I am still, for whatever reason, drinking the Kool Aid. And I am going to pick Texas Tech to win, but I think it's okay. gonna be a defensive game. I have Texas Tech winning twenty-one to seventeen. Mm. I just think with the way both teams though. like to run the ball, this game could be over in like two hours. To be honest with you, that clock will just keep running, keep running, keep running uh, with how how often these teams like to run it. And we'll see the success that they have running it as well too. Because uh, Baylor, they don't have a very good run defense. Uh, they're allowing, I think they're actually last in the Big 12, allowing 184 yards per game uh, of uh, of rushing. So, yeah, yeah, I think you should have a good good uh, advantage running the football. Um, you yeah, know, but, but we'll see. I mean, Baylor might have uh, made some key adjustments here. I think they're going to kind of do what they did last year to you and just – utilize Richard Reese and utilize just everybody just kind of, you know, do the same recipe, just like kind of copy and paste the same, uh, the same game plan they had going into Lubbock last year and just implement that in this game. And I think Texas Tech might do that as well too. kind of take what Baylor did last year in Lubbock and just utilize that then. Um, so yeah, I, I think this one's going to be a gritty one and I have Texas Tech winning 21 to 17. Nice, but not nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> nice that we you at least said we're winning. I don't know if it'll be a defensive battle, but I guess I agree, disagree. Well, all right, should we go ahead and uh jump into some uh, what, what is the segment called, dude? I can't read it, I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> uh, that easy moolah, uh, the you know, the the money, the Easy money, Jonah Young. Easy money? Uh, Is money really easy? Easy money. It's never easy, but it's easy with us because we will win you no dollars. Win you dollars. (laughs) Something. 
It is time oh. for some easy money. Let's go. Here comes the money. All right, welcome in to our Easy Money segment, a segment guaranteed to lose you money on the college football weekend. We lose money so you don't have to. Uh, Damn right. Going over some uh, wins and losses from last week. Um, I did not have a very good week last week. I was uh, 7-13. Seven and thirteen. Yeah, I'm currently fifty six and sixty one. I've lost uh, quite a bit on the year, mm-hmm. as you can tell. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, last week though, Nesto got the led everybody. Man, he 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 was really good. He used to really picked it up the last uh last several weeks. Man, let's see if he can keep that um keep those vibes going. Uh, he is currently fifty six and sixty one as well. We are currently tied on the year. You went nine and eleven. Uh, you can lead the pack still at 63 and 54. So we're still nipping at those heels, man. Uh, me and hey, man. currently tied, though. Ah, uh, goddamn Duke, man. Almost <laughs> pulled it out, but didn't pull it out. Almost, man. Um, that was one of them. Obviously, the the over on Texas Tech pressure with that. Uh, the Michigan <laughs> game, uh, Michigan versus Nebraska. That one I got. <laughs> I took that one. Um, that was a big one for me. Uh, Nesto did a really good job betting the uh, the the covering side of it too. I mean, he only lost, you know, four out of ten. So yeah, I mean, he, mm. he did a really good job, especially against uh against um he, even like the over unders. He did a pretty good job as well too. I mean, yeah, he he he, he killed it, man. He killed it. <laughs> he did. He had a good week, man. Too bad yeah. the boy ain't here to defend his crown. Ha! <laughs> Slacker. <laughs> so I'm here to take it. So. <laughs> Shall we, Mr. Jonah Young? Shall we jump on me. into uh, the picks? Let's this jump week? in, man. Let's let, in the pickums. Okay, yes. And Nesto did text us over his picks as well, too. So he did. All like right. I said, boy in here with spirit. All righty. So, first one we have Vanderbilt versus Florida. Florida, 18 and a half point favorite. With the over under of fifty two, what you got there, man? You know, I forget that Vanderbilt is in their conference. Um, yeah, no, I'm gonna take Florida to cover, and I'm actually gonna take the over as well. I think they score a lot of points, <laughs> Florida. So yeah, that's how I'm feeling. What about you, Jonah? Damn, that's crazy though. Eighteen, eighteen and a half. Basically, have, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this is only the second time we've had Vanderbilt on our slate this week. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I think I'll trust Florida to cover that. That's that's kind of a tricky one. Yeah, I mean, Vanderbilt's not very good, like they typically they typically aren't, but they're really not that good this year. I think Florida should have a pretty pretty easy time covering that spread. So I'm gonna go Florida to cover. And the over-under, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to take that under right now. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, trying to look at Nesto. I don't think Nesto had one for that one. Yeah, I think he 
if you have to send me that one, so we'll go ahead and uh, recap that. I just I just sent him a text and he um, missed that one, so we'll go ahead and get that one back from him. But we'll circle back. Next up, we got Arkansas versus Ole Miss, another SEC matchup. I don't know why I have back to back SEC matchups, but all right, here we are. Uh, Ole Miss currently an eleven and a half point favorite with the over under of sixty three. It's a pretty high scoring game right there. I think this one's gonna be. Um your thoughts, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna take the 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 Rebels, right? The Ole Miss Rebels, I believe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Ole Miss boys. Uh they have really nice uh uniforms. Those powder blue ones. Those yeah, really the ones nice. that yeah, when we play them in the bowl game. I thought that was a very aesthetically appealing matchup, like the blue versus red. Just something about blue versus red. It's, it looks nice. Really nice, it, man. Really it nice. looks really nice. Uh with that said, uh they're gonna cover and I'm actually gonna take the under. The under. Okay. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. I think uh Yeah, I'm gonna take uh I don't know, man. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna take Ole Miss to to cover that. I'm gonna take the under in this one too. And Nesto is gonna take Ole Miss to cover. And he's got the over in this one though. So he thinks this one's gonna be remarkably high shootout. So you think Arkansas is a good team this year? Arkansas. So, man. <laughs> Next up we got Texas State. Versus Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. Texas State having a really good year this year. They're four and one, only two games shy of making a bowl game. Good shit, Texas State, man. Good job, man. Good I always like to see good, teams good that have uh, I always like uh, to see teams that typically are bad start to do well. You know, I feel like they've really found their groove with GJ Kinney. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm happy for Texas State, man. I'm happy for them. Uh, I think. Texas State's going to win this one outright, actually. Uh, they're going to uh, cover the spread against uh, Louisiana Monroe. By the way, I, uh, the spread is Louisiana Monroe. Uh, Louisiana Monroe. Why, why do I say that? Why do I say that? You said Louisiana. it twice. I was wondering. Louisiana. The Raging Cages. Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Louisiana. They, they prefer. They don't like to be called the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. They just prefer the University of Louisiana. Right. So that Louisiana. They are Raging a one-point favorite with the over-under of 69 and a half. Nice. I'm going to take Texas State to win outright. I'm going to take the under, though. Yeah, I'm going to take the under as well. Um, and I actually think Louisiana is going to win as well. So, yeah. I think they're going to cover? I think they're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I do. So. Uh, Nesto has Texas State winning outright. And he's going to take the under in this one as well, too. Next up. We got Purdue versus Iowa. Iowa, a two and a half point favorite with the over under of 39. Ooh. <laughs> Big 10, ain't it? I think I might have to. I, I think I was going to cover that. I, I, I got to bet the over. I, I have to think that the Big 10 has some sort of offense. But do it. Ah, dang it. I, I don't know if I trust Iowa's offense, though. That's the problem. Iowa has an abysmal offense. Um, well, you yeah, that I'll, I'll take that over. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I'm in, yeah, I'm in agreement, John. I was going to take Iowa to, to win, and I was going to take the over. Okay, it should be something awesome. dumb. A 24-21 game. <laughs> Nesto has Iowa covering, and he's going to take the under, though. So it is going to be a real low-scoring one. Next up, you got Alabama versus Texas A&M. 
Uh, Bam, a two and a half point favorite with the over under of 47. Interesting. Interesting. Zuna, what do you think about that one? Um, that is interesting. Wow. They still are three point. Um, I mean, I'm going to take Bam with a win. I think AM, uh, well, I guess if Bama wins, there's no way that they they don't cover, right? So I don't know about the over and the under, lad. I'm gonna go with the under. What this might be an ugly game between two defenses, truly. Um so. Yeah, I, I feel uh it's tough, man. This one's a tough one. Uh I'm kinda I'm kind of stuck between Rock and Harpo because I don't, I don't want to see Bama win. I don't want to see AM win, but one of them's going to win. <laughs> uh, I think I'll, I'll take AM. I think AM might win this game. I think I'm, I'm going to take AM outright. I don't feel good about that. <laughs> but I think I'm going to take the over. And I think I'm going to be, I'm, I'm in agreement with Nesto here. Nesto has. AM winning outright. Things can take the over as well. Wow. Yeah. So I guess we're okay. on that side. Next up, so. finally getting to some Big 12 play Kansas State versus Oklahoma State. This one will be played on Friday. Kansas State, an 11 point favorite with the over under of 55. Zuni. Gotta be Kansas State. Um, I think I think Oklahoma beats the spread. But I am gonna take the over. Um, I think I'll take the under in this one, and I'm gonna bet that. Does he can't? I don't think Kansas is gonna cover that. I, I think Kansas State will win. I just don't think it's gonna be by eleven. So I'm I'm gonna take yeah. Oklahoma State to cover that spread. So, yeah, that's why I'm sitting out. And uh, Nesto has KSU covering. Taking the under, though. Next up, we got Texas versus Oklahoma, the Red River shootout. Uh, one that College Game Day will be at, of course. Why wouldn't they be? Um, Texas currently a six and a half point favor with the over under of 60 and a half. Zuni, what you taking there, man? Uh, Texas to cover, and I'm going to take the over. It I'm in agreement. Will be at 30. Yeah, I'm in so. agreement on both sides. Uh, Nesto has OU beating the spread. Uh, we'll take the over on that one. This is going to be a really high scoring affair. So, next up, we got UCF versus Kansas. Kansas, a two and a half point favorite with the over under of 65. I. Want to play this one a little smart? I'm going to take the under, but with the way these two offenses play, they just you know defense is optional for both squads apparently. Um, I think yeah, I'll I'll be smart and take the under. Play that one a little bit safe. I think Kansas wins though. Uh, I agree on both things. Um, I think I'm going to take the over though on this game. Okay. Yeah. Nesto well, has he... UCF beaten that spread. So we'll take the under, though. Mm. Next up, we got TCU versus Iowa State. TCU a six and a half point favor with the over under of 53. Ah, 
Wow. Tough, man. Tough. I mean, I would say it's looking to bounce back. I would say just had yeah, a 30 point loss. Yeah, they didn't look Oklahoma good. Oklahoma last week. TCU had a pretty bad loss against West Virginia at home last week. I don't know, man. I don't I don't know which team bounces back. I'm thinking I, TCU. I don't know. Like, hmm. I chose to TCU me, I last TCU. week. I, I chose TCU last week and they didn't cover. I I I don't think I'm gonna take TCU this week though. I think okay. I would still beat the spread and I'm gonna take the under. Um, I think TCU will win uh, and cover, and I'm going to take the over. Over? Okay. Uh, Nesto has TCU covering. He's going to take the under. Next up, we got the game of the, the game. One that the entire nation and our nation's nations and the nation's nation's nations, the world, essentially, uh, <laughs> will be watching. And that is Texas Tech versus Baylor. The one the boy is going to be at. Uh, I'll be repping red, but wearing red in that game. Um, I'm excited to be to be back there. Excited to watch the boys play. Got good seats to this one, too. I'm excited, man. I, uh, I really can't wait for this one. And if we're sticking with our score predictions... Um, uh, but, well, let me, let me announce the line first. Uh, Texas Tech, a one-point favorite with the over-under of 59. You and Nesto clearly have Texas Tech covering or taking the over. I'm taking mm-hmm. the under, but I'm text- taking Texas Tech to cover. So we're sticking with our original score predictions. There you have it, my friends. That is our easy money segment. And I'll get you some money this week somewhere. On I think I'm a perfect 20-0. and 0. <laughs> that is the most confident I've ever heard of man. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Should we move on to our favorite segment of the week? Aw, snap, Jonah. It's that them bueno vibes uh vibe of the week. The good our vibes uh good Bay of vibes the week. vibe of the week. You Andre 3K. Yes. One, two, Right. <laughs> Zuni, it's been a long week, man. Has it? It's been a unique week. Yes. I mean, you, you just tell me off off air, man, that you uh took quite a few L's this week in fantasy. I, I have sports been. teams. I have been. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. The only thing that was good about this was Texas Tech getting that dub that we saw. Obviously, your man is not making the postseason. That was that a big didn't deal. suck. It uh, is kind of trash. Uh, I thought we were. You were in it, man. Rangers. You were in it. You were like, you right I there. We, I thought we were. We beat the Rangers. I was over here like, that's where the best teams look right now. And then just, just could not make the cut, man. Um, Typical manager. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, man, Zuni, what is your good vibes vibe of the week this week? So I got to go with the hydration this week. I got to go with uh, a good old prime energy drink of the flavor Glowberry. I've been trying it. Glowberry? Glowberry. It is very delicious to me. It's the best flavor. I grew up eating a lot of green apple flavor things as a kid, specifically the gum. I don't know if you guys ever... Uh, I had the ice cream trucks go through y'all's neighborhood and they had like the that hubba bubba gum where you open it and it's the roll that goes in a circle. 
Well, my favorite one was the green one, green apple. And this drink takes me back, Ratatouille style, right? Takes me back to a young time in my life where I enjoyed such flavor. So, yeah, that's my good vibe, vibe of the week. Hydration. Really just, you know. Hydration. Uh, Hydration, avoid cramps, good avoid taste. cramps, have good taste, uh, have good memories. Um, they bring you back. So any food that does that for you, any uh, hydration of uh, sports drink water, yay say, whatever it is. Uh, if you, you got to drink Boston Fiji water to feel alive, do it, please. Please, I'm praying that you do. So that's my good vibe. I mean, bro, that's, that's six man. for six right there. You just listed Thank off, you. man. That's that's a great vibe, dude. That's a great fantastic vibe man uh i still have not tried prime yet it's pretty good i like it it's it's a different it's a different kind of uh uh energy drink in the sense that um it's not i guess i mean it's acidic but it's not like sugary i guess like yeah. you would it's not very sugary and that's kind of what i like about it like yeah. it's very low in sugar um so that's a good one man that's a good one dude my good vibes vibe of the week is actually going to be cold fronts. I'm tired cold of the heat. Fronts. I'm tired of the heat. It's summer. It goes October. outside in 50 it's, degree it's, weather. It's, 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 it's spooky no season. No jacket, shorts. I am just, I, I'm a cold weather fan. And this, is the, reason, this is the reason he'd, why. Because live in it a is fridge. hot for so long here. And uh, this is one you cannot claim either. You cannot claim the weather is a good vibe because you're a summer lover. You uh, love the heat. I do love like being summer, uncomfortable. Man. Love being sticky, sweating, and mosquito bite ridden. That's hey, that love. doesn't happen up here. That doesn't happen up here. It happens in Austin. Sorry, <laughs> that, that don't happen up here. But we're supposed to have a cold front coming this week, bro. I'm here for it, dude. I'm so here for it. I just want it to start feeling like fall again, dude. Um, I love fall weather. I love the month of October. It's such a great month. It's kickstarting the holiday season. I mean, you got Halloween this month, Thanksgiving next month, and then Christmas followed up by that. I mean, it's really the uh, you know, really kickstarting the holiday season. You end it with New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, another party that you're gonna kick off. Man, I'm here for it, dude. And I, I, I love the cold fronts, man. That, that all starts when you get that first just gust of wind coming on up in mm-hmm. there. Um, leaves start falling, you know, like it, it feels like fall, man. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to go with, man. That's my good vibes. Vibe of the week. A nice cold front kickstart was going to be an awesome holiday season, man. At least I hope. <laughs> I like the cold front. I, uh, I like all the seasons. Um, but I, I think, uh, winter is definitely my least favorite. I just don't like being cold. It's really annoying. I like being inside during the cold seasons. So, but fall is definitely the best of both worlds, right? Where yes. you get nice weather, but you can still maybe wear shorts if yes. if you can. Right? Get so, yeah. No. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. Football too. Best time. Best time. October spooky things. Spooky things. Uh, yes. I mean, this is, a, this is really snuggle. I mean, October good one really is movie. like the best month of the year, in my opinion. I think October is the it's, best month. It's of up the year. there. It's definitely S tier. I'll give you that. Yes. So, fall. Fall, uh, yeah, good. It's, it's fall weather. You, you're in the heart of football season. You have Halloween coming up. If you're a you big Halloween pumpkin person, spice. you know, pumpkin spice. You know, weather starts to get a little bit cooler. Um, 
I mentioned football season, of course. Uh, can't forget about football <laughs> season, and then more football. Uh, then you got the European football as well, MLS going on, which I have playing on my TV right now. Uh, got some Austin FC action, uh, of course. Over in Europe, their season starts to kick off too. Um, the season's been going on. They they it, they're they're in the heart of their season right now, just like uh, we are in football out here. Um, postseason baseball going on. Uh, preseason hockey on right now. I believe basketball is about to follow up too. Uh, NBA is about to follow up too. Was yeah, it's about to start. So yeah, I mean, like this is a great month for for just sports and for weather and for holidays. Just it's great, man. Like there's so many things like about the month of October, dude. And I say that unbiasedly because it's not my birth month. You know, I wasn't born in October. Oh, you just had to <laughs> throw that out there. Yeah, so I will uh, make that clear. I mean, I'm 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 a I'm a March birthday haver. He's <laughs> not an October baby. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, final thoughts, shout outs before we go ahead and wrap this one. Or do you have any trivia for me? Uh, I had a one trivia for you. Let's see if What's you up, could uh, guess this one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, good old Texas Tech trivia, of course. So we've been um hyping up the boys. Been doing good for us this season, right? Good old Ben Roberts. Uh, Jonah, uh, off the top of your head, do you know how many uh, tackles the boy has on, on uh, in total for the season right now? 37. If not, that's okay. He's got 37, 38, 37, depending on whatever website you're looking at. Well, he is a redshirt freshman. Correct me if I'm not. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Yes. Um, but uh, good old boy is a redshirt freshman, so he's doing good things at a young age. And I wanted to ask... Who's the last player that um uh, oh, you know, faced as many? <laughs> Sorry, tackles, I actually man. I actually pulled that up too. Uh, he has thirty eight tackles on the year. By the way, I guessed that. I, I haven't pulled up now. I just guessed that for the record. <laughs> Wait, so really thirty seven? Yes, you guess? I just guessed that. He's Christ. got thirty eight, and I guess thirty seven. My God, dude! I thought I thought you just knew that off top. No, 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 no. Yeah, thirty eight tackles. Yeah, yeah, thirty eight tackles. Yeah, right there. So right now he's off to a fantastic start. Yeah, so man, I just wanted to ask you, um, uh, right now as far as uh first uh, five games go, he would be you know second in tackles uh, for a redshirt freshman in his first five games. I want to ask you, uh, who is first in total tackles in their first five starts as a redshirt freshman? That Jordan Brooks. It is not Jordan Brooks. Although shout out to the boy had a hell of a game Monday night for the Seattle Seahawks. So definitely did, shout out to him. He's out there putting in work. Giving Texas uh, Tech. I'm gonna go name? with go with Dakota Allen. It actually is Dakota Allen. There we Congratulations. go. I know it had to be one of those two. He was also a redshirt freshman at one point for uh the Texas Tech Raiders, and his first five games collected 47 tackles in his first five games. Kind of crazy. Almost <laughs> averaged 10 tackles a game, man. It's kind of insane. So shout good out job, to good man. old Dakota Allen. Let me ask you, can you guess the year he did it in? 2015. Hey, there you go. That's another one. See, I'm good, so, dude. I'm good. He is right. good. Jesus, man. <laughs> Damn, right, any other final thoughts, any shout-outs you want to give before we go ahead and wrap this one up, my friend? Uh, Shout-out to, you know, the listeners. Shout-out to y'all. We uh, enjoy that y'all enjoy listening to us, or at least I hope so in some capacity. Anyway, <laughs> shout-out to y'all. Uh, shout-out to um to my sports teams. Uh, All y'all took L's, but at least Texas Tech caught a dub, so this is why I do the podcast. So let's go <laughs> if you're not playing with my emotions. Shout-out to my cat. Um, uh, Shout-out to Jonah Young. That's my boy. Shout-out to Mr. 2-0 Nesto. 
uh, of course, can be here. But hope uh, I get a better record than you and Pickums. But yeah, uh, what about you, John? Any shout outs? Yeah, man. Uh, I want to jump. I'll pay back on everything you just said. Shout out to the listeners. Shout out to Tech. Shout out to my boy Zuni, boy Nesto, who's dealing with something Appreciate right you. now. Um, shout out to Spooky Season. Spooky Season. <laughs> Spooky season, man. Cotton webs. Cotton webs. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Loving it, dude. Loving it. Um, And yeah, hopefully we can come out with a dub in Waco this weekend. We're catching the first one. We're bra- we're uh, we're catching a dub. We're adding to the record of away games. One, we're we're going to take right the Bubble think- Trophy. We're, we're going to take it home where it belongs, man. Yes. In Lubbock, Texas. So thank y'all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys listening. Remember to always keep the vibes high and the guns up for Nathan Zuniga and with us in spirit, Nesto Martinez. I'm Joni Young saying so long and we'll see you next time here on the Lone Raider podcast. Okay.